You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. No, I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. I want to talk about hemp. Yep. Yes, hemp. And anything plastic can do, hemp can do better. Yeah. Okay. So with that in mind, with that in mind, I want to talk about why our tribes aren't developing hemp programs. And a lot of tribes have put implementations and policies in place. People, I mean, their citizens have voted on to implement things. I know that the Pawnee Business Council um, has some kind of hemp act going on. Um, I know that the Kiowas did something with cannabis, but here's the thing. Why aren't we developing this stuff? Like seriously, like, is it because we don't know? Is it because, and, and with hemp, let's just concentrate on hemp. Forget the cannabis. Let's just talk about hemp for a, for a second. Um, is it because of hemp's relationship to cannabis, to its flower? That's what it is. It's its flower, y'all. Um, is is that what it is? I I is is it is there still so much reefer madness out there that our our leadership in our tribes and our in our states um, is that what it is? Just that reefer madness that people won't even allow themselves to see any kind of benefit from the devil's lettuce. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's what it is. I think it's still a, a old style of thought that, that, you know, people that um, associate him with marijuana that don't know the difference that, you know, there's, there's, there's so much to it and so much that can be done with him. You know, whenever it's it's actually processed and turned into textiles and stuff. And the fact that we have, you know, basically a bunch of tribal members who who are ready to uh, to do, you know, something with with cannabis and hemp. But we have a bunch of elected officials who don't seem to don't seem to want to take the people's will into account. And, and it's like, you know, like we said, there's still a whole bunch of people who think about hemp as, as some kind of drug, even, even cannabis itself. I mean, weed itself, you know, medical cannabis, they still think of it as a drug. I mean, we just have, we have, it's just been one of those, one of those deals. Like we're, we're, we keep on getting in our own way. You know, we, we've already, when something gets passed by the people, then the legislature needs to go into, how do we get this into law mode? How can we, how can we turn this into policy? And we're not seeing that. And the, the failure with hemp, I mean, hemp's been in the farm bill for a couple years now, since like 2018, right? Several, yeah, several. And I mean, and and we're still scared of, of, of what, losing 
some little bit of federal money or whatever. Like, it... but but here's the thing with hemp: you can get federal money for that. Yeah. You can get it through USDA to do hemp construction products and things like that. I mean, I think, and that's my point, is I think that people are really narrow-minded about it. And it's like, no, you don't understand. You can you can make building materials out of hemp that will withstand gale force winds, tornadic winds. And I think that's the movement that we're, that we're trying to, that we're trying to make here because the the old way of thinking the the like we're we're still stuck just trying to explain the simple the simple stuff to the older generation like it's like they they're the ones that can't grasp it but that's who we keep on electing and putting in office so, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, it's, it's frustrating. Well, but. it's it's a vicious circle jerk is what it is. And, and you're right. I mean, we're not electing anybody progressive to to these to these positions of power. I mean, even though I said I love to say President Biden and I do. Don't get me wrong. I would have much rather said President Sanders. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I I you know I would have shed an ironized Cody tear every every time I said President Sanders. So, but I digress. Um, <laughs> but 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 that's it's still we're still doing what we can do not only to maintain the status quo but to absolve ourselves of any responsibility by believing in a white savior. Oh, we got to wait for somebody else to do this, or we got we to gotta seek the advice of some white dude that knows better than us. Or white woman, whoever. When we have the capacity, our tribes have the educated people to do these things. But tribes are so goddamn abusive to their own. And nepotism and cronyism is such a powerful thing within tribes that there are a lot of tribal members that don't get legit shots, even though they'd probably be perfect for a hemp or a cannabis program or anything like that. They're yeah. overlooked. And so I... I just, I don't know what the answer is, but what I do know is I'm going to throw down the gauntlet. I'm going to put the challenge out to the tribes. Which one of you, which one of you will take this hemp industry seriously and revolutionize your housing, revolutionize textiles, revolutionize your finances, It, it's there there's so much that can be done with hemp production and I just and especially with tribes I mean isn't that something that we used to do anyway <laughs> yeah it's this is I don't know I, I just I'm, I'm so frustrated with the way things have gone like it, it's just 
I don't know. We're constantly just shooting ourselves in the foot. I mean, we've had chances to beat people to the punch. But, I mean, we've seen it with wind energy. We, we saw tribes turn down a lot of these, uh, you know, the wind turbine folks that, you know, people are millionaires now because they they put wind turbines on their land. And these tribes that were approached with it didn't see the money right away and didn't want to do it. And now we're here. And 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 it's always, I mean, we're always doing that. We're always putting the plane together in the air. We don't ever really have any comprehensive plans. And the plans that we do have get thrown out the window when new administrations come in. I mean, we've talked about this just circle jerk. And this generational circle jerk, too. You'd think that we would have learned to get out of our own way by now. Yeah, I wish. We're, we're we're still doing the same stuff. I mean, I think too same stuff we always have. Well, and I don't think that tribes should reinvent the wheel. I think that they should come together and help each other out. But I don't think that a tribe should take another tribe's document verbatim. Yeah, we see that in so much, and there are so many people who have bullshit constitutions because everybody followed a single format. Yep. It works and it doesn't. I mean, don't reinvent the wheel, but make sure your wheels fit your vehicle. You can't, you know. Yeah. Some people mm -hmm. some people have better better manufacturing and can make better wheels and you may not have that. You might have to have like Fred Flintstone vehicles before you can have <laughs> other kind of vehicles. So just I don't know. I don't know. It's like I said, I wanted to I wanted to pose that question today. Yeah, and it's something that we've been in, that we've been talking about for a while now. I mean, why isn't there any tribes involved in in hemp processing? With everybody that's all these farmers that are growing hemp now. Why are I, I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, and and again, why why does economic development elude some tribes? It, does that it, is that truly what it is? We just don't have visionary leadership to to move in that direction. I mean, because even the even the tribes that have leadership that are moving forward, they're still moving in kind of a different direction. It's not a progressive direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I think it's it's. A lot of what we talked about earlier, um, it's about not looking past that four-year term. I mean, we have a lot of leadership that don't see anything past that four years that they're going to be there. So when you're only planning for four years, you're not, you're not looking at putting long-term things in place that are going to make money for years to come because... You're just worried about getting however much money you can in that four years. Yeah, because that's who gives a shit after it, that? Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it is. I mean, we're seeing it happen with with on the federal level, but we've seen it on in tribal politics for a while. 
we saw what happened whenever whenever uh Trump came in and tried to undo every single thing Obama did just because that's what you know his fan base wanted or whatever and we see that with tribes all the time I mean you basically get in you spend your first two years trying to undo whatever the first guy was doing before you next two years trying to implement something else and then by that time nothing got done so you're not going to win re-election because you're not actually making any progress until somebody else comes in and the same thing starts over and we just we're constantly doing that because we just we haven't had anybody put any long-term plans into place and the ones that were put into place may not have been the best plans you know we 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 may not have had the best leadership in the past and and setting stuff up i mean that casino at the at the red river should be turning a hell of a profit by now yes but we don't know what the hell's going on you know because we have we have no accountability in the people that that are elected And that's how you end up here. Yeah. And so, but it's like I said, I'm just, my my concern with all of that is, you know, why, why aren't we doing the things that we need to do to protect ourselves? And that, that's, why do we do that? I mean, we're from warrior cultures, like that was everything was protecting yourself and protecting those around you. Right. Yeah. And it's like I said, I think that I, I, I think that we, we need to really consider what's, what the future is like alternative energy and hemp rather than trying to preserve the status quo of oil and gas leases. That's, yeah. that's my opinion on it. I mean, I think, I think we need to, start trying to move away from um, just letting the BIA control every lease that we, you know, that we do. And you can, like, you can, it just takes work, work that Indians don't want to do or don't know how to do. But that's something that the tribe should be able to come in and, and do. I mean, should advocate for us. Yeah, theoretically, that's what they should be doing. They should they should want their people to take care of their you know their land and be able to know how to get the most money out of whatever they're doing, and how to cancel you know cancel a lease if they don't want to keep on signing it. Yes, there are ways, Indians. There are ways. We promise. Mm, hey, whatever we can do to help push things forward. We'll talk about everything you want us to. <laughs> we will support you and advocate because that's what we do. We're indigenous, we're independent, and we are them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.